0: We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps.
1: Now, angels minister to you personally. They deliver messages, as they did to Joseph. Also, they bring supernatural deliverance and protection. I had made a trip to Colorado several years ago with a friend to minister, and we were staying about 15 miles out of town with another friend, and one night we didn't have a service, so we decided that we'd just go ahead and go into town that night. Well, about, oh, I don't know, 30 minutes before we were going to leave, I just seemed to sense down on the inside of me that I needed to pray. So I went outside and I began to pray in tongues. Finally, they came out and said, Come on, we're ready to leave. We got into the car and we began to drive into town. By this time, it was dark. And out in that part of the country, it's the eastern part of Colorado, there were rolling hills and there weren't any night lights. It was dark, pitch, pitch dark night. As we drove along, we came over a hill. And as we started down the other side, we were doing 55, maybe 60 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, the headlights of our car picked up. Now, you can't see them very far at night. But there was a herd of black Angus steers standing in the middle of the highway. No way to avoid them. Well, I tell you, we didn't have hardly have time to stop because we, they were, we were so close before we saw them, the girl slammed on her brakes. I began to pray in tongues. One of the other girls was praying in tongues and saying the name of Jesus. And the honest truth, as we sat in that car and as we plowed into those, into that steer that we hit, all three of us in the front seat, we slid forward. Unfortunately, we did not have our seat belts fastened. We should have. But we slid forward slowly in the seat until our knees touched the dash. It felt as if we were completely surrounded by pillows. None of us were injured. The car was totaled. When we came to a halt, the first thing that came out of my mouth was, Oh, praise God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, we are delivered. And we were miraculously delivered. Well if you have the Word of God in your spirit then in times where there's terrible problems or tragedy the Word will come out wisdom from God will come out and the first thing that came to me is that we've got to get out of this car immediately because it knocked all the headlights taillights everything was out so I said we've got to get out of the car there was one door that would open so we got out And I said, I think that we need to let the traffic that's coming know about this. So I sent the other two girls down to one end of the road about a half mile, and I went up the other end about a half mile. And the car was parked right across the road, blocking both lanes. So as I was standing up there, I saw a pickup truck pull up and stop where the girls were about a half mile, so I could see the shadow and outline of the car. At the same time, I heard an 18-wheeler coming, and he was not moving slow. He was moving fast. I said, oh, God, you've got to do something. He's not going to be able to stop. I looked toward where the 18-wheeler was coming, and I looked back toward the car. As I looked toward the car, I could see the outline, and I saw a man, look like a man, walk around to the front of where the car was parked. I saw him lean over, bend over the hood. And he leaned over the hood, and he began to do something. And all of a sudden, one headlight came on, the one that was good. I saw a taillight come on. Then, of all things, the dome light lit up the entire inside of the car. I wouldn't have thought of that. The emergency flasher came on. I said, praise God, those girls are so smart. How did they do that? Well, the 18-wheeler missed the car, went off in the ditch around it. I went back down there. I said, girls, how in the world did you think to even turn the dome lights on the car? And what did you do? They looked at me. Their eyes got big and they said, we thought you did that. I said, I didn't do that. Did that man with you do anything? No. He was sitting in his truck talking to us. I knew then that the form that I had seen at that car was an angel sent to supernaturally deliver us out of trouble. That angel, no doubt, had been with us, had protected us in the car wreck. And then when it looked like that more disaster was going to take place, that angel, whatever he did, he did it right. But he supernaturally delivered us out of that situation. The Word of God says in Psalm 34, The angel of the Lord encampeth round about those who fear the Lord. And I believe that and I confess that. And we can be confident in this. That as we declare God's Word daily, I don't mean just declare one or two things, but I mean as we begin to speak from the innermost part of our being and declare that we dwell in the secret place of the Most High God, that we abide under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, for my righteousness is of the Lord." And the angel of the Lord encamps round about me because I believe in God and He delivers me for with long life will He satisfy me and show me His salvation. Then we begin to declare, A thousand can fall at my side, Ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I see and behold the reward of the wicked. You say, well, I know some people that are Christians and they've had tragedy strike. Why were their angels not working for them? I don't know. I wonder what they were saying. I wonder if they confessed and declared God's Word. You see, if we take the Word of God and give voice to it, Psalm 103 says that the angels hearken to the voice of God's Word. Now, obviously, we have to give God's Word voice. And our angels are not going to be too busy if we don't give voice to it. And if we're continually speaking things that are negative and things that are not in line with the Word of God. I know people, and I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I think there's someone that needs to hear this. I know people that have prayed prayers and said, Dear God, if you have to take my life, save my husband or my child. Dear God, if you have to take my son's life, save my husband. Let me tell you something. That opens the door for calamity. And every evil work in your life. You maybe think you're praying to God, but you're praying to the God of this world. And when you do that, you open the door for the devil to take your life, take your husband's life, take your son's life. Let me tell you something. You don't have to shed your blood for anybody to be saved. You don't have to shed your husband's blood or allow his blood to be shed for somebody else to be saved. Jesus' blood has been shed, and his blood is the only blood that was good enough to redeem mankind. And everything has already been done for anyone's salvation. And when we try to offer up some kind of sacrifice on our own, then we're definitely, it's almost in the sight of God because anything that we can do is not good enough to save another person. So that might answer some of your questions. You know, people pray, Lord, send your angels and protect me. But then pray a prayer like, Lord, if you have to take my life to bless this world or bless somebody else, then take it. When you pray those prayers, you've opened yourself up deception by the devil and opened yourself up to tragedy and we need to be careful what spirit we're listening to you know the enemy can come in subtle ways to steal the word of God and the protection that we have in God's word I know an individual whose husband was taken because as he prayed a voice told him and he thought it was the voice of God a voice spoke to him and said you're going to die You're going to die. You better get things ready. You're going to die. Well, the Word of God says, With long life I'll satisfy you. This man was only 20 years old, 19 or 20 years old. Well, he believed this. He received that deceptive lie of the devil into his heart and believed it would happen, and certainly it did. Within a couple of weeks, he was dead. You say, What happened to his angels? Well, their hands were tied. Because he had believed a lie, a deception of the devil, and lost his life over it. Let me tell you something. Any voice ever comes to you telling you that you are going to die or something awful is going to happen to you, then you take authority over that in the name of Jesus. You bind those spirits and you begin to declare that you have long life. You begin to take the Word of God. Take the 91st Psalm and pray it over yourself every day. And begin to declare, a thousand may fall at my side... 10,000 at my right hand, but he won't come near me, for he's given his angels charge over me. We need to be careful what voices we listen to. Paul said that there are many voices gone out into the world, and none is without signification. They're significant. There's all kinds of voices. You can get in the spiritual realm and hear all kinds of voices, but you better be sure it lines up with the Word of God. If God speaks something to you, he's not going to tell you, you're going to die, you're going to die. He's going to tell you, with long life, I will satisfy you if you'll walk in my commandments. And the angel of the Lord encamps round about me because I believe in God, and he delivers me. For with long life will he satisfy me and show me his salvation.
0: God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today, where my daughter, Annette, was sharing with you on the subject of angels. Now, our CD offer is CD offer number 7384. It's More About Angels by my daughter, Annette. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. More About Angels. You know, so many people don't know about angels. They don't know that angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. Well, thank God that's us. We're heirs of salvation. In Exodus, the 23rd chapter, when God was sending Israel to the Promised Land, He said, I've sent an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee to the place that I have prepared for you. And says, Beware of him, obey his voice, provoke him not. Now what provokes an angel? Anything that provokes God provokes an angel, and when you don't obey the word of God, you provoke angels. Now, this angel was the angel of the Lord assigned to them to keep them in the way and bring them to the place that God had prepared the promised land, in other words. But did you notice that all of them from 20 years old and older died in the wilderness, never entered into the promised land because they wouldn't take heed to the angel or to the word of God concerning what God had said. They said, We be not able... Well, they provoked their angel. They spoke against what God said. And you need to know that some of you have been speaking against what the Word of God said concerning you. And when you do, you're provoking angels. And it's going to cause you a heap of trouble down the road and keep you from entering into what God has promised you. That's $7,384, 3 CDs for a total of $27. Our toll-free order line is $1. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps